Okay, friends, at the moment that I am talking to you, I'm taking care of a toddler. I am that mom who had a child in her 40s and toddlers are already rambunctious. But add to that a global pandemic and decreased options for childcare and just keeping my child safe. And it's another level of stress that I did not anticipate during the pandemic. I thought that my experience would be an excellent way to illustrate diversity, equity, and inclusion. As many of you know by now, I love practical applications of DEI, and I think that there are so many things that happen to us on a daily basis that illustrate inequities, but we probably don't make the connections. So let me talk about the kids under five in the U.S. at this moment who do not have a vaccine. At the time of this recording, the federal government has decided that we're going to open back up. So there are no mask mandates. You know, we're ready to get back to work, stop working remotely and go back to the normal that many people think will be normal, but it's not really normal. And as someone who has a kid who doesn't have an option for a vaccine because that was somehow derailed um, a few months ago. Um, and it's a mom who is trying to figure out how to protect my in-laws who are elderly, my mom who's elderly, if I have to travel at a moment's notice, you know, it's a lot. And this morning I was reflecting on The Hunger Games, which is a, a, a movie that I enjoy because it talks about, you know, oppression, but overcoming oppression and people who are somehow trying to question an establishment and move forward. So it just represents all the things that that I really believe in when it comes to social justice. But getting back to little kids, those kids are helpless. These are children who, along with everyone else, lived in an unprecedented moment in our lives. And as leaders, politicians, um, scientists determined who the first priority people were, the little ones were held off. The youngest ones were held off. So at the time, we were trying to protect the most vulnerable, the older citizens, the people who were compromised. We wanted to get those vaccines because, of course, they look different depending on your age and so many other characteristics. But the young people were not affected as as heavily as those older populations. So they kept being pushed to the back. Now we're at a place where the majority of the people have an option to get a vaccine or they can move forward or mask or we know a little bit more about the vaccine and I mean about COVID and we can control it a little bit better despite um, you know the variations but leaving the young kids behind helps us to illustrate some of these terms with diversity equity and inclusion to determine that 
it's safe enough to move forward without someone having an option is inequitable. And in our organizations, there are people, the you know, majority of people in the organization who say, well, the majority of us are okay. The majority of us don't have issues with whatever this problem is. So let's just move forward. The problem is now on the one or two people who say that they're uncomfortable. But guess what? Those people are still part of the organization. They still have to figure out how to live their lives and manage even when they're uncomfortable. They can't just go on like everybody else. And so often that's the mentality that we have. Um, There's not a solution. So that's another thing. Even if the majority of the people experience something a certain way, what is the option for the two or three people in your organization who may not experience it that way? You may need another um, solution. And are you willing to provide that solution? Does everyone have that option at the same time? Because guess what? When evaluations come up, everyone's going to be evaluated for their quality of work. They're going to be expected to do the work of an organization. So that's getting back to the vaccine too. And you look at the people who also have to engage with the vulnerable population. Look at the parents, for example, and how we have to come up with solutions. And in many organizations, that's what happens. When the organization does not provide a solution for people who need assistance, for people who deserve assistance, for people who deserve the resources that the, that the organization says that it has, then people are putting together makeshift solutions. You know, it's kind of like putting a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. Does that really work? Like for a moment, it may help do something, but it doesn't get to the root of the problem. So today's episode was really me venting a little bit as the mom of a toddler, but it's also feeling this heaviness as it relates back to diversity, equity, and inclusion happening even with our youngest citizens and how we are not united in this fight. And someone somewhere in some position of power should have the sensitivity to say, we want to alert this population every day that we care, that we see, that we're working on something. We want to give someone a timeline. We want to say that these people matter just as much as everyone else, even as we think that we're going to move on and do business as usual. Y'all, that's that's really what today's nugget is. Today's nugget is even if you are comfortable, even if everything is working out for you, there is someone in your space who has a different perspective. And if you are a leader, look at your policies, look at every resource to see if everyone has a chance to be as successful as they can be. Are you limiting someone's livelihood because you have decided that the problem is too hard and you don't have the energy to offer a solution? If you're that leader, check yourself. So today's affirmation is, I care about all the people in my workplace and organization. I care about all of them. 
Y'all, that sounds so, so simple. But sometimes simple isn't common. Simple isn't executed. Simple is not what people do. Just reflect on this, y'all. Get in touch with me at Dr. Monica Cox. Let's continue that conversation. Email me, info at drmonicacox.com for consultations. Um, I am open to really seeing how we're going to do this work well. And don't just think that this is a race or a gender thing. Y'all, diversity, equity, inclusion, justice, belonging, all of these things are in front of us every day. Every day. And we just need to learn enough to make sure that we're helping everybody have an opportunity to live their best lives. This is what this work is all about. Hey, stop playing diversity. See you next time.